in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swain. To my right or your left, Andrew Wood. What up, my peeps? Well, buddy, we are sitting here losing more bets. We're watching some hockey. You know what we do. Yeah. You know, we're bread and butter here, <laughs> losing bets. At some point, I think we just need to get rid of the parlays. Yeah, they're fun, though. They are fun. Man, when you do hit one, you're just like, this is all time. Um yeah, but, but you know yeah. what? We didn't even like really hit our like some of our standard bets though too, you know? Yeah, we're like whiffing on everything. So like we just got to keep swinging, I guess. You know what I mean? I, like, I see what you did there. <laughs> that was nice. Um, anyhow. Keep hacking away at these atrocious bets, dude. Yeah, if you're betting against us, you're winning money. You know, a lot of the time. But let me tell you though, um, I think betting on hockey is like a newfound love. I, know I we, love I, hockey betting. I... I feel like are your odds are a little bit better. I, I I feel like I know football, and I cannot get a bet right. Yeah, you know football. You you watch football. You watch. You don't watch red zone. You watch full games. Mm-hmm. You like pick a game. You pick like all three Sunday games, and you watch them. Analysis: if guys are dropping or not. If you know how they're you know if their lines getting injured, whatever. And I watch NFL Live a lot on yeah. Sports Center. You know, I don't ball. know. I, I, I mean, I, f- I feel like I'm pretty good with it, but then I just, you know, it's hard to keep up sometimes. And I feel like in hockey, you know, you get a couple like weird bounces, something goes your way. There's more upsets potentially. So, you know, you can like ride on more feelings. I feel like yeah. I'm a better feel better. Once I like start bringing all this knowledge into it, then I start overthinking everything. And then it's just like, I don't know where to go. True. Like I feel very similarly when... I, I mean, you watch more football than I do, but I have a good understanding of what I'm watching or looking at. And I feel like I can't fucking, I can't tell you whether it's warm or cold. You know what I mean? Like I can't, <laughs> yeah, it's, I step outside and I know it's cold outside, but I'm like second guessing everything I know with football. I'm yeah. just in my own head about it. With hockey, it's like, you know, the good teams you pretty much know, you know when a banger hockey game's coming up just from past, you know, teams um, or history of them. Like, a lot of teams don't, from the very limited time I've watched, and I'm talking in generalities because, like, you know, why not? Um, I feel like a team doesn't drop off a lot from one year to the next. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're pretty good one year, you're going to be pretty good the next year. You don't, like, take a huge tank. There's also not a ton of trades in hockey either. Right. So it's way easier to keep track of the good teams. And it's just they like to build programs and there's lines and people like to play as certain people and coaches. And this just seems to have a better understanding of football is just so crazy. Like, you don't like if all over the place, if a guard gets hurt, you don't like, you know, really know the full impact on it until you watch the game. You're like, this guy can't block anyone. Their backup was awful. I mean, the Chargers, I mean, that was the main that was the main key when we were watching them last night. Yeah, we're going to go a little bit of that here. Um, we watched the Chargers last night. As you know, this podcast is Charger Town, both up. Yeah, we, are, we are Charger fans. Um, we watched the game together Monday night and um, was an awful game. I don't know how many flags were thrown. I'm, let's put the line at over under 19 flags. Yeah, it was every play, super boring. Uh, it was just fun because we're fans and we're into it. But I mean, overall, just watching. If it was I was, tough. if I'm not a fan of the Chargers, I would have had a really, really hard time watching that football game because there was a stoppage after every single play, every single play on both sides, which didn't make it any easier. Wasn't double like personal Dallas was playing great, yeah, and just like double personal fouls, unnecessary roughness on both sides. Yeah, it got a little bit chippy, but it was just like the offsetting penalties. Every time there was a big play, there was a holding call. Like, I don't know. It just it felt like it was just a make-believe game at that point. Flags were just flying left and right. I'm like, I don't yeah, even know what's happening crazy. anymore. Um, 
and I just was watching the game. The Chargers line was getting blown up. Justin Herbert had no time. His finger is fractured. He looked a little off, missed some wide open throws that he typically would make. Um, yeah, that was not true uh, Herbie self right there. No, not at all. And, you know, I don't really know how much his finger is really bothering him. With football players and injuries, they always kind of downsell how bad it really is most of the time. Um, just to give a reference, I have a we play dynasty hockey. I have a hockey player on my team who has a fractured finger. Same thing as Justin Herbert, and he's out for a month. Yeah, that's wild. Justin about. was taped up, casted up, non-throwing hand fracture, falling down. Looked like he was holding up a fin when he would fall on purpose. He tried to keep his hand up yeah, so he dude. doesn't. When you're sticking that hand up straight to the damn sky like that, right? When you're falling, you know your <laughs> finger is in a lot of pain. Um, and you know he's probably juiced up on painkillers and shots, and probably hasn't been sleeping great because he's constantly getting like you know whatever physical therapy on his hand and his forearm and all that stuff is just probably all jacked up. Yeah, it's it's probably all like pain stuff because it's a fracture. So then it's just like he's all jacked up on painkillers and stuff. Maybe he's not fully there. And then it just didn't look like he was his true self. He didn't have any time to throw. The line was not doing him any favors because we, I think we had maybe, maybe 50, 55 yards of rushing yesterday. Maybe. Total yards yeah, rushing. Tough. When we, you're supposed to have the second best running back in the league. Yeah. I, I mean, know. Arguably well, he, he was, you know, one, two was McCaffrey. and Totally. Eckler. I think a lot of it is he's great out of the backfield. He's he's fantastic at catching patches or uh, <laughs> passing <mixed> catches. <laughs> <laughs> catching Yeesh, passes. That was a little tough one there. That was the little Tommy for you there. You got a little dribble mouth. Great pass boy. catcher. And uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. It just felt like they really could get nothing going. Penalties really jacked him up. And you know what? I didn't think that the... Uh, that Mike Williams going out for the year with an ACL injury would have really affected him this much, but it's having a really, really negative impact on the team. Well, I thought that they Quentin Johnson would just step in that role beautifully. And he definitely is not at all. He looks great out there when he's running routes, but maybe they just haven't built up the trust yet. Um, I saw a video today saying he is soft. Mm -hmm. He's not a very strong person. Mm. Uh, someone said the last interception I saw post, he uh, got pushed off the route. Mm. So, like, when they were coming back for the ball, that guy basically pushed him aside. And Interesting. Just kind of pushed him off his route. Well, if you're not physically strong enough to kind of hang in there, everyone's going to kind of bully you, which is going to throw you off your routes, and you're not supposed to be where you're supposed to be. So you got to be a little stronger. And that just comes with time and lifting and being in the professionals for, you know, whatever. He's 22, I think. Yeah, he's a little young. So I mean, and statistically... For sure, he has plenty of time. And, um, God, the Chargers love drafting big wide receivers, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that they do. It's just, I, to be honest, I don't love our coach. I'm, I'm ready to see a new coach who's very, very creative, offensive, I don't know, more. Yeah, he's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. He's supposed to be the defensive coach, and Kellen Moore is more of the offensive mind. Yeah, I think we need a, maybe a new quarterback coach to get in there because you also got to figure out if, like, Justin Herbie's got it. He's, I mean, he's, he, he has it. He has the talent. God, you're, it. you're giving this to me last night, too. We're going to go out again. I know. And I, he has the talent. I like him as a quarterback a lot. He's definitely there. But he hasn't, they haven't won a lot of games. He's like an even record, I think. With wins, losses. He yeah. signed him for a big contract. He's going to be there for a while. I just want him to be in a position to start really earning that money. And I don't feel like he's being put in positions that he can thrive in. Okay, there we go. You think the opportunity is not great for him? Right. Maybe that's okay. what's going on. I would, like to, I would like to believe now it has to be the opportunity. And we need to figure out how to get him into places where he can be extremely successful or putting more tools around him to be more successful. I don't yeah. know. It looks like, because when Chargers do win games, mm -hmm. we win games because of Justin Herbert, I think. 
Yeah, and I agree. Like, I love Justin. He's a great quarterback. His, like, playmaking ability, his scrambling ability, his, like, um, creativity with the ball outside of the pocket is extremely Strong, accurate on the tall, run. smart, good guy. I mean, it's every every tangible you want as a quarterback. Got a cannon for an arm. Right. And great, great set of hair. Yeah, the flow is really cooking probably for a him. perfectly, perfectly <laughs> average dong. Uh, <laughs> probably uh, you dude. can't you can't have a huge one, you know what I mean? Because then you they, need to be like you need to be like his golf game is also solid too. So you right, know that which you know he's getting reps in there, which is big, right? And so you can't this man can't have it all. So you got to think average. You got to think down, average down below the pants, right? Because now <laughs> and now if he's coming with a huge hog. Then it's like a little off, like awkward for the rest of the team. It's like, not only is he good looking, he's our quarterback and he's packing heat. Like that's too much. Dude slanging. You need to have him be like the everyday's man. Well, then you also think of this dude, maybe a sociopath right. off, the, off the field. You got to have some, you can't <laughs> have everything, you know? Um, but I just think maybe he needs to be put in better positions. I don't know what that would look like. I don't know. I just don't like the head coach very much. And one of the reasons why is because he um, goes forward on fourth down like every time. Yeah. I mean, you were telling me more about it because you've watched more games in depth. It's out of control. It's kind of crazy, actually. It's wild. And it's, it's not even like there are times where it's warranted, but there's other times that I don't think it's very warranted at all. Yeah, you were telling me like you know? the yardage positions and... We have like, let's, like, I, there was a game and I don't remember who we were playing, but it was, oh, dude, it was the Vikings earlier this year, like week three. Right. And we play the Vikings and we're on our own, like 22 yard line. And there's like three and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we're up by four points. Not even a field goal, we're up by four points. And Brandon Staley decides to go for it. We turn it over on downs. Thank the Lord that we actually get a stop on defense. And we ended up picking it. Like we ended up intercepting Kirk Cousins on the goal line. Right. When we sealed the game. But that opportunity should, I don't think it should have presented itself. Because if you, I mean, I get it. The Chargers defense is ranked 32nd in the league in passing yards allowed per game. We're atrocious. We're the worst pass defense in the entire league. And we've done a little bit better maybe the last couple weeks. But, I mean, like, let's have a little bit of faith or at least make the team go the entire field. Make the Vikings go the entire field in, like, two minutes or two and a half minutes. Right. And, like... But they wouldn't have to go the entire field. You can't get from the 20, right? You'd be in the 10 punting. Yeah, you'd be, like, on the 20 probably. That'd be a 60-yard punt. It's pretty far. It's pretty far. I mean, a good length of the field, though. Yeah, you know, maybe... And they have to score a touchdown. It's not just a field goal. Maybe you just thought Justin Jefferson was just going to tear my new a-hole. Totally. I mean, I get it. You know, and then like, they just wear the clock out, wear the clock out, or whatever. There are certain times, and it worked out. It worked right. out. But this but time, still. yesterday, we were playing the Cowboys. Not really the case. Yeah, because he, did, he went for it twice on fourth down in red zone territory, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And we lost it both. No points walked away. Kind of cost us the game. We went, we got down to the red zone three times in the second half and walked away with three points. Yeah. You need to walk away with nine at the bare minimum. Yeah. Like I I don't understand at the bare. You're supposed to, and once you get in the red zone, Mm -hmm. the Cowboys last year had the highest red zone percentage of like all time or whatever. It was up there is 71%. They said it at the, uh, in the game. Right. So by that standard, if we're getting, if we're just getting a touchdown half the time, we should be walking out of there with seven, 13 points, three end zone trips. Right. And I don't understand why we're not, why coaches aren't taking points anymore. I understand going for it on, you know, fourth down, you're on, you know, they're 40 mm-hmm. going for it. Fourth it, and one fourth on their 40. One, sure. On their 30, if you're really not trusting your kicker and you're feeling a little bit more ballsy, maybe you're at home. Great. You're on your 20, you're 10, and you're not walking away with a tutty. You need to get points. You got to, re- and not only that, but it rewards the team. It's like, all right, cool boys. Like good momentum there. Good momentum good, well, drive. Like good job. Like we'll get them next time. 
Also, if you're if the game is tied seven to seven, let's say, or it's fourteen fourteen, mm-hmm. just kick the field goal. Then you have the advantage now. Right. I just don't because then, then you can go down and score a touchdown the next time, and then if they go down and score a touchdown, you're still up by three points. Yeah, I just don't. Why are points now no longer? A deciding factor like I mean like why are people deciding oh you know what going for it getting that touchdown means so much more than a field goal yeah I get that but like points are points you gotta put points on the board right to win a game and well I would rather always be winning a game than behind also if you don't kick any field goals like you're on the 30 yard line and you like you may you don't trust your kicker fully or you always go for it and he's not kicking any of those all game and then it comes down to game time to win the game Hasn't he's only kicked one field goal? He's great. Picked like a PAT. He's like, like PATs <laughs> and like a forty yarder, but he has like a thirty-five yarder. He needs to click in. It might be a little nervous because he hasn't really sure. seen it all day. Totally, that's a good point. Like, I didn't actually really think you know, about like that you either. Ki- you kick in rhythm. You know, you've made three of three. You're probably like, dude, this is I've been on fire, dead middle, three of three. Do it one more time. We're out of here. Right. Oh, I haven't kicked a 30-yarder. I missed my 40-yarder before this. There's clearly just, like, two different ways of thoughts in this, you know? And, like, um, one of the perfect examples is also the Ravens Mm -hmm. this past weekend. I know Justin Tucker is the greatest of all time. I mean, there's hardly ever any debate on this. Yeah, The man is is locked in from 65 and under, basically. Yeah. Um, But they kicked six field goals, made all six. Wow. And they came out with a W. Now, it wasn't pretty, but these are getting points on the board. Right. And maybe maybe kickers need to be valued more. Like, maybe you need to, like, really start training kickers and putting kickers in some situations because those, you know, those points matter. Yeah. And I mean, buddy, I'm pretty sure the NFL kickers are doing situational drills. I'm sure they're doing I'm all sure of it, but, like, maybe we need to find, like, a little secret sauce. Something. Something to what like what are you looking for? The intangibles of Justin Tucker. What are we looking for? That big leg, right? Kind of gotta be like a little bit of a weirdo. The game has to like fall on his shoulders, even though he hasn't played really. You gotta find someone like the mental X factor is what sure. I mainly mean. Like we gotta start. I think the mechanics uh are different. Justin Tucker kicks the ball differently. Than everybody else does. Mm-hmm. I've got some thought into this. Okay. I I want, hear it. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's going to be very simplistic, but his body angle and his planting left shin angle is way more at an angle this way mm-hmm. towards the ball and away from the ball than it is more upright. And it's a much more of a sweeping motion instead of a straight back and straight through motion. It's more of like a, like a golf swing. Right. It's got like a, Load back behind his body, right leg, swing through, going that way, more of like an arc. I mean, it's all an arc, but it's more of just like an, on an angled arc. I get you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that makes sense because it's more repeatable than straight up, straight back. You would think so. Right. Better, better contact. For sure. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anyone have that same like shin angle and angle to attack the, the football before. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, it's just, that, it's that's just a nice a, little. I'll have to check it out next. It's time. a casual observance. I just feel like maybe they should invest more in a kicker. Yeah, they invest invest a ton in tennis swings, baseball swings. It's a it's a leg swing, right? I'm Why? sure they. I'm sure soccer players are like working on their mechanics to like kick certain like f- like free kicks and right passes and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's. I mean, I know the I know the professional NFL kickers are getting reps, and I know they're getting cameras. I know they have personal kicking coaches. I know all of that, but I think we need to like figure out, like I'm saying, you know, how do we bring a little bit more to the X factor to that position? And you also had a little bit of a uh, like a random thought because kickoffs in football right now don't mean shit. They just might as well give them to the 25 and let's move on with our lives. What are we doing? And then you got to go to break and then you got to change into like right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, you you proposed mm-hmm. that if you actually on kickoff, kick the ball through the uprights, that it's like worth the point. And I was like, ooh, maybe that's a little bit too aggressive there. That's like that. You know, we don't want points like on kickoffs like you've already scored. So maybe you just like if you make it through the uprights that you start on the 15 as opposed to the 25. Right. You push them back a little bit. Yeah. Giving something to 
another position to a kicker for it to matter. I like the point idea just because like it's a tie game, five seconds left. Yeah, do you want that on decided on the kickoff though? Like that's rough. Yeah, I don't, but like I the odds of you making a kick from that far are much greater than you returning the ball to win the game. How many returns have there been for a win with five seconds yeah, left? I mean, hardly ever. Hardly ever. I just don't want the game decided on a kickoff like that. Yeah, but it's the same thing deci- deciding on a field goal. You know how much pressure there would be? Then if he whiffs it, hits it out early, now they get the ball on the 40. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some, you know, maybe he has to declare he's doing it and they miss it. There's a penalty for them missing it too. Like, hey, I'm going to go for a make. And then the penalty oh, would be like. I see. Starting on the 35. 35. Okay, there we go. I kind of like that. Right. When, okay. Now they got, you know, whatever about. But they just want to put the point on the board because they got a freak back there who can kick the ball. Sure. 100 yards, basically. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I agree. The kicking, it's just such a weird concept with football is because 95% of the plays are not kicking the football. And then all of a sudden, like, the game comes down and, like, a lot of the times... It matters it's, way too much. It matters so much. And I feel like if we are going to keep kicking, like, involved in the game, let's have it matter a little bit more or, like, let's have it more of, like, a, a constant scoring ability or have a little bit more factor. I get the going for I like goal. the more going for it. I do. But when it's really... Like, don't... Why are we going for on the our own 15 when we're about to score, you know? Like, you know, yeah, like on, why, the, on, on their, their 15, their yeah. 15, well, like when we're about to score, like, why are we walking away with nothing? Yeah. But if it's fourth and three, why are we going for it? Cause that happened last night. Right. Not even, not even a fourth and one fourth and inches fourth and three. And it, and it just doesn't make sense. Cause then you walk away and you're kind of demoralized. It's like, wow, he just did that whole thing. We didn't get any points. Same thing happened with the Oregon game. Watch the Oregon game as well. Coach didn't go for it twice in the red zone, right off the rip, first drive. Get the ball, good drive down there. Um, Wait, he did or didn't go for it? He went for it. Oh, went for it on fourth down. Went for it on fourth down. Didn't get it, walked away with no points in a away game at Washington. Right. I don't care. And did that once. Me and my father-in-law were up in arms. Like, you're away, first drive of the, you know, series. Get the points. Get the, get the boys on the board. Don't start yourself off as a negative to start the game. Because now you're giving the ball to them at half and you got nothing out of it. Right. Like, I get you want to be aggressive, but that's not the time to show aggression. Um, show and, aggression when you're on the opponent's 35-yard line when it's fourth and two. Right. Because then it's a 53-yarder from the 35. Okay, that's a college kicker. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But let's like give the kid a shot in the 30. You know what I mean? The 20. The 20, for sure. Whatever. Um, and does it again and would have been another three points, which would have been six points. Uh, and then they walk away, you know. Fast forward, then they went for it again on fourth down later in the game too, right? Right, and they lost. I think they lost those points as well. And they didn't get it. They didn't get it. So all three opportunities, nothing happened. And they end up losing by three. Yeah. Which they would kick the field goals. They would have had an easy dub. It would have been time management. Uh, touchdown would have put them up by like 10 at some points. We, me and him were doing the math. I had the two field goals. Maybe missed one. There was so many different scoring opportunities they missed out on just because they didn't have any points on the board. And I also do think that coaches, there because there is a time and place, you could also feel momentum. You could also feel the like energy on the field a little bit on how energized and the momentum is working for maybe your guys on offense versus when we're not and we're kind of scrapping up and down the field and it's tough to come by some points. Right. You just need to... Or if it's our run game that's really like not working. And you like, think you're not going to get this one. Yeah, let's let's punt it away. It's okay to to pin him back and then let's start over again here. Yeah, let's get let's get our heads right instead of forcing something. And the running back doesn't get it. And then you're all like not getting it on the fourth down does have a mental toll. Yeah, like ah, oh, we couldn't get that one yard when we needed the most. Like that does take. 
It deflates you. It does deflate you. Yeah. You're not just going to shake that off so easily. I think a lot of these coaches just got so blinded by these stats that, I mean, I agree. Like, there's time and place for it. There is. Totally is. The coaches just need to do a better job of, like, especially away games. Points are points. Yeah. You're in a hostile environment. You're not at home. Your boys aren't comfortable. Like, you're, you would probably have shitty sleep. You've been there for two or three days. Let's get the points. Let's mm-hmm. get the ball rolling, you know, yeah. in the right direction. I'm with you. And vice versa. If they make a crazy play on defense and you want to go for it because all the momentum is on your side and you're driving, then sure. If you feel like you're going to get more out of it and all signs are pointing towards, oh, we can pick this up, no problem. Like we've been destroying them on this counter. We've gotten four yards every time. Yeah, we're averaging five yards a carry. Right. We've done it before. We did it again. Hand ball off. Right. You know, get that feel. But, you know, I I think it was really evident this weekend because we watched two games that were kind of decided on fourth down and like coaches' decisions. And they kind of blew it both times. So, and also you, you don't, uh, yeah, you don't fully know though because then you're like you have to change the way you're coaching. But like if you're up, and especially in the NFL, you you can like you can kind of wind down the clock, and like you can kind of hog the ball a little bit and put the, put some more stress on their side as opposed to it being a tie game. Now you're up three. That's a good point. You like, get a, you get a stop, and now there's like nine minutes left in the fourth. You can kind of suck that thing down, for sure, all the way to the end of the clock, basically. Yeah, it, it does lend yourself to being in the driver position. Mm-hmm. You know, always being up by points, and yeah, like I, you know, situational ball it matters, but being in the driver's seat, being ahead in points, even by one or three or ten, it, it matters. You know, totally. And just giving that away because you're being too aggressive um, because the stats say you should um, just doesn't sit well with me all the time. Yeah, I agree. I think stats have a great place in sports. I mean, baseball has been riddled with it recently. Uh, Golf has been riddled with it recently. Football is now starting to, to very much become this as well. High percentage chance. This does this. Tush, push. All this stuff. Going um, for it on fourth down when you're like, you know, a minute 45 left in the game. If you get the first down, you can essentially take a knee, you know, run the clock out if you're up. There's, yeah, totally there's there's more of it and more analytics. But I feel like there's so many more X factors. Is this what you're kind of trying to say? Yeah, like there's just so many more X factors to the decision. And also like, just sometimes with I don't know. Going against stats is like hard to saying eyeball test, but like there's so much X factor to around what's going on that it's a team sport. There's a huge momentum swings. There's a lot of things like that where it's not like golf or tennis where it's very individual and it's very concise and very taken from your sample size because you do it. It's you versus the course over and over and over again. This is a team sport. There's different vibes and areas and arenas and everything. I think you have to Part of what makes you a great coach is maybe going against those stats and taking a calculated, like, understanding Mm -hmm. of what's going on and understanding, hey, we need points here. My boys are away. We did three great drives to walk away with no points. It's just tough. Yeah. Like, why why can't we get that one yard when we need it the most? So when when the game does come down to that one yard and you've been stopped three times... I mean, all signs point towards, meh, we should probably... It should probably work this time, but... Mm-hmm. And you also only have a finite number of those plays as well. You know, like they, the the coaches have a certain amount of fourth and one, two-point conversion plays. Right. They only have, sometimes it's better to kind of keep those cards close to your chest maybe in those situations yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, your go-to green light, we're going to get a tutty here or a two-point conversion because right. of this play. You yeah. S- you know, you're burying them in the regular season when the games might not mean that much. Uh, it comes down time. It's like, oh, we saw this formation. We know it's happening. It's, you know, fake run, tight out, you know, tight end, corner out. Tutty. Yeah. But um, just a tough situation. Though. I was really had my, that was the game of the week for me, for us. Yeah. And like, uh, it, it was a little bit of a letdown, a little bit of a bummer. It's, it's, it's tough. One to see the, to uh, see the Cowboys win. 
Don't like that very much. Yeah, Cowboys are tough to see. Then they do the victory, stand up, sit down thing. God, dude. Yeah, I forget what that's called. Like the shotgun hike, winning form, the winning, winning formation. Winning formation. God, dude. Brutal. Just Brutal. Get, get the game on ice. Um, another thing with these close games that happens often is people storm the field. Um, happens way too often in the college <laughs> scene. All. We, it's kind of laughable at this point. We kind of talked about it before, I think, where we're like, this is just way too much um, people storming the field for everything. Yeah. Um, people should actually genuinely, like, you know, stop doing it because it's just getting annoying at this point. Like, it used to be cool when a one would get upset by, an, like, an unranked team. Then they would charge the field because the stadium was shitty or something like that. Like, it was cool then. When like two top ranked teams are playing each other and you're like you beat them and you charge the field, it's just like it's annoying. It's taking the gravitas out of the situation. Yeah. But also what's happening now are these kids are running on the field, they're videotaping themselves, they're going up and taunting these huge football players after they take a take an L, a big L. And these players are reacting poorly to it and they're hitting you or they're pushing you or they're cussing at you. And then you look surprised. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's the, like, what did you think was going to happen out there? You're, like, a, you're someone that's not supposed to be out there. And these dudes are pissed off because they got their hearts broken. And maybe their season's over. Are you talking, maybe, is this situation happening the, more in college football? Yeah, it could be that you, you know, you're a 10th rank seed. You're looking to make the playoffs. You're, uh, you know, you haven't lost the game yet. You're playing like loyal Christian of the deaf and the blind, and <laughs> you get beat, and they charge the field. That's the end of your season. It's not like pros. You're like, oh, that was a bad loss. We'll bounce back next. No, there's like, no, no bouncing back. It's done. You're out. You're out of the top ten. You're in. You're ranked thirty-five. There's no chance there's for you no to get chance back. You're, no chance you're getting the college football playoff. Right, and. So the stakes are so much higher. Sometimes these are the kids' like last games. It's like their senior year. They're not going pro. They play like you know very limited snaps, but they play. They've been working for this their whole lives. They're on a good team this year, and you run their face as like a scrawny person getting this like huge. Yeah, you just you're face. you're also just, maybe you're just hammered talking right. shit in their face. Like I I think once you jump out of the stands, oh all all on, bets are off. Onto the field, free game. Free game. I don't. I'm tired of these players getting in trouble for these dumb college kids running up in in their face. And well, he should really have handled that better. No, I don't know who this dude is. <laughs> He's running onto the field. It would be like running into your place of work and like running and flipping over desks and chairs where you're sitting and talking shit about how bad you are at phone calls. Like God, that was an awful board meeting. What are you doing in there? Do you even know how to run a board meeting? It's like you would get a little fired up. Like, who is this dude? I mean, when you put it like that. You're running into this man's kitchen onto his field that he's playing on. He doesn't know who you are. He doesn't know what you're about. All he knows is he's got a devastating loss in some pips week is up in his grill. And he might be a, a little time. scared, like being charged with that many people on the field. Yeah. He'll be a little disoriented. Sure. You don't know what who what the guy's carrying. If it's a, what's a going knife. on, especially today. Yeah, you have no fucking no clue. No clue what's going on. I'm with on. you, dude. I I'm just want I want I actually want to see one of these kids get fucking decked. Is why I want yeah. to see. Cuz I'm tired. Then then you they go they always look like shocked. They always like, "Wow, this guy. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yeah, he's playing football. What do you think? <laughs> he's not normal. You twist an ankle and you're out for 4 months. This guy's running around getting concussions every other play and you think he's going to be like logical. Sure. And, and at the same time, it's like, dude, I don't know what the hell you think you're doing. You're just being, you're being a menace to society in the football field right now. And you're just not bringing anything. And then these players have to go talk to their coaches. Like their coaches give a shit. Hey, John, you really can't yell at that kid when he runs and runs onto the field. You got to have better composure. Why thousands and thousands of people you don't know are surrounding you of drunk college kids in a town you're not familiar with. Why are you acting that Tough. way? Tough. That's tough. a tough ask. Yeah. Like, I feel like 95% of people would lose it or be so intimidated in that situation, they wouldn't know where to go with it, you yeah. know? And it's just, uh, I don't know. I think it, people need to, like, stop 
being victims on that, on that aspect of things. It's just, I don't understand. And maybe I didn't really see a ton of this because I, I, you watch a little bit more college ball than I do. Yeah. Did that happen in a like specific it's game? It's happened multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times where... Um, you also are on Twitter a little bit more than I am, so maybe it's on there too. Yeah, Twitter is a whole other beast. I've been trying to... Um, well, in the cabbage stuff here, you know, sensing my mental a little bit here, um, slipping from me right now. Like I'm starting to... Um, my what good you, mood, like what my good mood about? and like, you know, ha- happiness is starting to decline. I'm starting to go to the low phase, oh. low season here. Okay. And I've been here enough now to start realizing like, you know, I might, I would say not depression. The blues are coming a bit. Mm-hmm. The woes is me. And uh, it happens to me more often than I would like to probably admit to myself. Um and I've found that what helps me a lot is starting to block topics on Twitter that I don't care to see anymore. Like public fights, like people getting like knocked out in the public or fighting at sports games, um, like stands fighting, like just messes me up. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but like watching someone like getting punched in the face and like hitting the concrete they're not jumping on the field and running around. They're just, like, being fans. Just, like, wow. I wonder what, like, that must, you know, the pain, the recovery is just all so tough. So doing that, blocking, like, politics. I block almost all politics. I have no desire to know about that. I have to, like, worry about my own bubble before I can think about (laughs) other things. It's it's been helping me out um, a lot. So, I mean, I just want, like, sports on my feed. I just want um, video games. I want golf. I just, that's basically it. Right. I just want my sports feed to look like it's just ESPN. I, I have a uh, I have a really hard time watching the news. Can't watch the news. I can't do it. And then also, I can't trust any of the articles. What I'm reading, I have to do so much back research. And at that point, it's just like causing me more harm than good than me being tapped into what's going on fully. And maybe that's ignorant and dumb of me, but like, let's go back to that. Let's go back to people just not talking about politics. Like remember when it used to be a faux pas? Yeah. Remember when it was like, you can't talk about your political views because it used to be like a, a bad thing to talk about. I would love to go back to that. Yeah. Let me just be real ignorant. And <laughs> let everyone just like believe what they want to believe. I don't know. There, I just, there is for sure pros and cons, but when we're talking about it, in a perspective of like you personally and like mental health. Yeah. Cause it's out there. Right. It's out there. There's information. It's there if you want it. And so maybe it's not, it's a, maybe a, like a kind of a wrong thing to say, because there's a lot of that brought that came good about being a little bit more vocal. For sure. However, I do want that feeling to happen because there's so much BS that the, like the world is trying to like shove down your throat sometimes and it's just like, I don't need any of this. I think and what well, is it doing for me? I think me? What, what I'm trying to say is like, obviously the the certain things that matter, like, you know, equal rights and all all that other stuff. Women's equal, everyone's equal rights. Doesn't matter which way, up, down, left, or right. Yeah. All equal rights. Um, obviously that's super important to know and be in tuned with. But like hearing that you hate Trump because he's, eats McDonald's and drinks Diet Cokes and you hate, you know, Biden because he's senile. Like, I'm done talking about that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, that stuff doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you hate Biden. Like, I would much rather hear your, you know, reviews on something that you're passionate about, like helping the ocean or certain bills to be passed because you believe in climate control or whatever, freedom of speech or whatever. I don't want to hear about it's, how it's the reality TV show drama of the politics that drive yeah. me crazy. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We that's, reeled it back in. That's no, what we that, that's avoid. that's a, that's a great that's a great point. I, I I don't care about hearing views that are educational and understanding and clear and concise. I'm tired sure. of hearing about your dumb Twitter opinion on something that you read from Twitter that you don't even know is true or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Like just we just shut your mouth. Let's talk about hockey. 
or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we get into that. Anyway. I agree. No, I think it's a it's it's a good thing. Um I I like how you can also like choose what you can like on, on your feed, right? Because ultimately I mean, whether we like it or not, the phone is just such a huge part of our lives now. I mean, it's just so massive in the internet. It's, it's just is everything. It's it's my whole being. It's, it's the existence. And I have to kind of use the app because I kind of need to be tuned into with what we were talking about on podcasts. So go on my sports updates that right. way. I find new topics on men's mental health we kind of talk about. Um, some world news that I find, you know, beneficial or good to read about. Um, I should have sent you uh, this clip on Instagram. Um, it was just like a quick minute 30 long like reel that I watched the other day. And this guy conducted a study, a self-study mm-hmm. for six months. Mm-hmm. No phone, no computer, no TV. And he cl- claimed that essentially nothing really mattered to him anymore. And life was so much more vividly in color. Because when someone would talk to him about, oh my God, did you hear that, you know, um, whatever, like the Chargers head coach got fired. Yeah. Like, eh, I don't really, that, that doesn't mean anything to me anymore. I'm not really tuned Charger. in. I'm not tuned in. I'm not a Chargers fan. Doesn't really matter. Right. Oh, did you hear that X, Y, and Z? The fan got punched in the face. He's like, okay. I don't really, right. it doesn't like, I'm really, not going to see it. I don't know who, like, what you're talking about. Right. right. And so I was like, okay, maybe that's a little bit extreme, but he did report that he was like, oh, like the, the, the stuff that was keeping me up at night before, because I dealt with a lot of stress and anxiety about things that I had no control over, essentially just went out the window because I, I, I was tuning into what he cared about. Right. And then he just focused on reading. He read like a bunch of books and like, about applicable things for business and information that was that he was very interested in learning about, maybe was cooking, whatever it was. He was a little bit more tuned in that way to those kind of things. And so I really do think like the phone really does have a a in the cabbage type feeling and mentality check because it really does drive so much of the way you're just consuming content mm-hmm. and as well as your perspective on the world in certain areas as well. Because well. also it's very true that like your whatever way you view your algorithm, whether you, because I don't really like a lot of things. I don't go through and like very mm. much. I just let my thing do, does what it does. And uh, very few things I like, if ever, I kind of skip over most stuff. Okay. Um, it's a real shame though, but for our Instagram posts, you know, like, like, comment, subscribe. Exactly. I've been better with the liking. Um, you should definitely <laughs> like in the cabbage stuff. We put out great quality content at a very cheap price and free. I'd also like to mention that this podcast is brought by Top Notch Salon, the Mission Viejo. Um, Top Notch Salon. When you need a haircut, get it right with the top of the notch salon. Out of way. I love that right you know, there. A little, you know, so thanks to Top Notch Salon. If you mention First, in the Cabbage Podcast to Vicky Hatter or Susan Witt, you'll get ten uh, percent off any merch or haircuts. Wow, love that, dude! I did that was a little surprise sponsorship. Thanks, yeah. Vicky. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, and actually, mm-hmm. this one just in here, and I didn't tell you about this one. Oh, nice, Kimiko Boutique. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, in the Cabbage is bringing is sponsored by Kimiko Boutique. Mm-hmm. This fall season is right around the corner and we're we're right headed to the thick of the winter mm-hmm. here. And there's Burr. no there's no better place mm-hmm. to go and check yourself out at Kimiko Boutique while you're getting a little fresh chim mm-hmm. at uh top notch salon. It's uh it's a it's a two in one combo. Remember mentioned in the cabbage for ten percent off to either one of those great, great products. I know I'm going to Kimiko Boutique for my scarf needs very soon. Get yourself feeling right and right at home in the cozy corner. <laughs> um Shout out to Bob Does Sports, one of our favorite podcasts does that. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're so gonna just start throwing some weird sponsorships in the middle of them just to, you know. And tantalize maybe future sponsors for the podcast. Um, we are looking. We don't have any. Looking, trying. Ones. I mean, I'll sell anything at this point. <laughs> I'll sling whatever you need me to. <laughs> um, so going back to that, uh, 
do you ever like you know do you do any i mean i guess it'd be a good question to ask you do you ever feel blue you ever get you don't really get depressed from the most part from from what i know of you i'm sure you've been down before pretty bad yeah but i definitely get down and i've been noticing a little bit more um and i just feel drained at times and just feeling maybe not um blue as you would describe it i would feel more as gray like there's no, like nothing really matters. Yeah, I'm just kind of eh. Right. You know? I get that. That's how I. I guess that's a better way of putting it because that's how I feel. Like, like the things that would bring me joy don't bring me as much joy. Yes, that's or, exactly or, right. Or any at all. Um, and we, then everything becomes a little bit more annoying and time consuming. Yeah, and I think that has to do with the phone. I, I really do. I, I, I would agree with you that that definitely has a huge. Um, component to it. So putting my phone down and reading topics I actually enjoy helps me a lot. Yeah. Because um, when I'm just shuffling through content, it's just like a constant, like I'm just looking for enjoyment this whole time as opposed to something I'm actually like learning about or interesting in. That's a huge, that's where I feel like I'm doing a lot. I, I don't know. It, it does like affect my ability to like Make one make people want to like smile or laugh, right? And it's kind of shitty that it kind of comes down to that sometimes. And I just like I think that maybe has to do with the phone a little bit. I think it's do the phone a lot of it for me. It's that um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how being in the dumps or blue is a very selfish thing. And I was like, yeah, I wonder why. Says that, and they basically said because what you're thinking about in those situations is me, 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 me. You're never so, like you're never in the dumps thinking about like your family and like what you could do to help them, okay, or what's going on with your job. When you start getting really down and hard on yourself and really depressed, it's all me, 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 me thoughts. I suck. Everything around me sucks. I have nothing good. I am nothing good. And those thoughts start to repeat and they get louder. And more defined and worse. Do they? I'm assuming if it's such a bad thing, they wanted you to. They wanted you to stop doing that. Right. So how did they? They just you know you up just, for you to kind of get better. Well, technically, they say that you should take a a, a god sized dose of mushrooms. <laughs> uh, was the overall arcing thought on that, um, which I don't <laughs> condone. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. Um, the way I've gotten out of it in the past, one was uh, therapy and researching maybe what was going on with me because I couldn't tell fully because um, it was so out of the norm for me. So it felt so off mm-hmm. that it felt like I was sick. Does that make sense? Like I felt like I like my like I tore something. And I didn't go to the doctor yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it's like you feel like a, you got a head cold or you're kind of just feeling ugh about something that you yeah. normally are like pretty jazzed up about. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was really down, it felt like I knew something was wrong with me, but I didn't like medically get that. It's like have like my hand hurting all the time. You know, something's wrong with it, but you can't like go, like you don't want to go to the doctor to figure it out. Um, so when I get, start feeling like I'm descending, I um, change up what I'm doing. And um, a lot of it's appreciating the small stuff. So like getting myself up for a podcast, being like, ah, you know, like this is something I want to do, getting excited for it. Um, Even if I don't want to go play golf, let's say I'm not really looking forward to. Yeah, I get like that too. I don't know why. Like uh, I'm not not really looking forward. Like what am I, like what are we doing? Right, like I'll be in the car and like, ah, do I really want to do this or do I rather just go home and, Sit down, or I'm in the round. I'm like kind of over it, and yeah. to me, I now re- like have to take a deep breath, look around, re- like try to track what I'm thinking about. Has anything in my mind the past ten minutes been positive? Probably not. Right. Probably not. Like, oh, I, I'm glad I'm out here with my friends. I'm glad I'm walking. Even doing something simple like that it doesn't have to be as big, grandiose. Um. I'm so thankful for, you know, my friends and my golf. Like, it could be very simple. Like, I'm glad I'm outside today. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so true. Like, I'm so glad the weather is nice. Mm -hmm. And if it's hard for you because it's so dark to find 
positive in it. I think just starting so big can help. Mm-hmm. Cause then it kind of brings everything else down with it. You know, like at least I'm outside today instead of like, you know, you know, yeah. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people get Ill. the opportunity to go play golf. Maybe they got to work. I'm not old enough to not swing the club, you know, mm-hmm. something good come, you know, and I don't know how we got down this tangent, but I love it. Um, and just feeling like the, you know, the blues, the grays, the eh. Yeah. Uh, since, you know, the scrolling. Guided meditation. Guided meditation. meditation For like five minutes a day helps so much. Um, it is kind of crazy. Even yoga. I feel uh, weirdly cleansed after yoga. Yeah. You get a little um, reprieve from like your thoughts because you're so focused on their voice telling you what you should be looking at. It's hard to, because they're also changing positions and they're telling you you should feel this. And you're like, do I feel that? And they're like, don't forget to breathe. And you're like, oh, I got to breathe. And they're, <laughs> you know, they're trying to put like thoughts in your head. So like, you know, try to keep you engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they also, I feel like it's a very much a, a tuning effect that you're kind of tapping right. back into your body. Um, you know what I actually end up doing sometimes as well is I think driving can be very therapeutic. Do you drive just for fun? I've never done that before, but every time I get in the car, if mm-hmm. it's nice outside, windows are down always. If yeah, I'm, that's a good one. If I'm I, used driving, to, I used to do that as a kid and if I, I stopped. If I'm driving by myself, windows are always down. If it's 72 or above, even if it's 85, blast the AC windows down. Right. And like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just, it's more of like a freeing act of driving and it's really enjoyable. So instead of taking like, even when I'm sitting in traffic, really, of like I'm going 25, 30. Right. Highway's different. If I'm on the freeway, that's kind of yeah, tough. you can't let that thing rip and roar Yeah, you. that's that's kind of tough. But like if I'm just, you know, sit driving on the streets, mm-hmm. oh, windows are down all the time. Window and music is... Blaring at a, at a pretty good volume. Yeah, you like your music loud. I do. You probably like to drown out the thoughts a bit with the music. I do. I, I, that's me just kind of sinking into the music, and I'm just. It's right. most of the time it's reggae or some alternative rock, and like it's it's very therapeutic. It's almost like a you know that kind of yoga tapping into myself. I'm just tapping into like something I really enjoy. Right. It's freeing. It's centering. I in, think, a, in a way, I think that's good to kind of tap into something. You might not find enjoyment in that in in the, that exact moment with it, but it will be better than you just wallowing in self totally, totally. Like maybe like yeah, walking used to bring you so much more joy than it does now. You're doing your hot boy walks. Um, get back out there and just do one, right? Because maybe you will. You know, it's better than you just sitting there and not being present in that moment. Oh, for me, huge is being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. I find myself when I'm very loopy and I'm not like centered to where I'm at and what's going on, I find myself then like weird regret will show up because like I the, the thing passed and I wasn't present for it. Um, anger because like I'm not clicked into what someone's saying to me so it almost feels like they're annoying me at times where I'm so like gone in outer space and they're trying to talk to me. I'm like, I'm like not there mm-hmm. and you're trying to chat me up and I, you know, not you specifically, but someone's trying to chat me up and I'm just not here. Maybe it happens to me. I wouldn't know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Very rarely. It's more like if I'm in public or yeah. I'm not with like people I know super well and they're trying to talk to me and I'm like, just not, not there. Um, but yeah, those are just some things I've tried. Uh, working out's been a huge help too. Like not just working out like, Ooh, I went and got a sweat. Like, Taking my favorite workout and just doing it really, really hard mm-hmm. and trying to be sore. Like, I get like going, getting a slight workout in is great, better than nothing. Definitely do that. But I find that really exerting yourself, like, let's say you're great with your arms, just go work arms heavy. Sure. And you'll, you'll enjoy that more than doing like a full body. I would than doing a full body workout. I, um, I, I've always kind of said it too is I feel like if I'm, a physically really exerting myself and lifting pretty aggressively. Um, even when I'm sitting doing nothing, I always feel better sitting doing nothing because I'm now sore. 
Does that make yeah, sense? It does. So like you're, you feel like you kind of earned the sitting. Yeah. Doing nothing. Feel like you've earned it, or y- your your body is tired at that point. Like you don't, like you shouldn't be really doing anything else. You should be relaxing then recuperating. and recuperating and, and recovering. Yes. Yeah. And so that's where I find myself relaxing and being more present in those times as well. Like if I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the gym. Right. Fucking A, dude. My Friday, Saturday, Sunday could not be any more loungier. Or maybe I'm like, maybe I'll go out, but I'm probably not going out anymore. Like I rarely go out, but I'll go out to a buddy's place, come to your pad. We'll hang out. Play golf. We'll go play golf. We're sitting in carts. We're sipping drinks. I'm, right. not, I'm not worried about any of my movements anymore. I'm like, I'm. You're just hanging out. I'm just vibing. Right. Yeah. That's some some good good tips there for the people if they're feeling a little gray. I know um, tis the season to be gray here coming up. It's uh, not right now, bro. It is fucking toasty. It's outside. warm outside, but typically it's when uh, the gray start to totally. show up and yeah. people start to get in their feels because of the holidays and stuff. So just remind yourself, it's in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter, and it will pass. That is true. In the grand scheme of things, you will figure it out. Time heals all wounds. Um, talk to somebody and all, and you know, go do something you like. Whether it's making a grilled cheese, great. Go make a grilled cheese. Do some to get yourself out of your head for a little bit. I would say, uh, it's always doing things for me. Yeah, it, it can never be sitting for me. The way I fight my Sunday scaries is cleaning up my house. Wild cleaning. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Like, but like. They don't get so it's a fine line because if I do too much and then I also clean well, then, on a Sunday, then you don't feel like anything's happening. Really. Then I don't feel like I'm doing anything important and I get angry because I didn't relax or do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a fine line. I have to choose and pick my battles. <laughs> I'm, my mental state is always so. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a little frisky over there. It can't, dude. It's I'm having <laughs> such a hard time with my birthday. Unreal hard time with Why? my birthday. Um. I don't know. I have such an easy time planning things for other people and figuring it out and uh, giving my opinion what I think is best for their experience. But when it comes time for me to make decisions for myself, I have an extremely hard time doing it. Well, what we are doing is playing a little four-man scramby this weekend. Right. and But that was easy because it was, it was already planned. The, it was already on the calendar. <laughs> it's already there on the calendar. But if someone's like, hey, we're going like we're going to a birthday dinner. Where do you want to go? Like, who do I like? Who do you want to invite? And I'm like, who oh, do I want to invite? Shit. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, who do I invite? How, who do I not invite? Do I want this? Do I want that? And it's been a battle in my head recently. I don't. It's crazy. My master's like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's just like this weird, like overanalyzing of something that normally I wouldn't even think about. It's strange. I think it's because I want something to be so a certain thing. And I feel like if I make the wrong decision, it won't be that. Um, there is birthdays are a weird situation because you you like you want it to be like nice and chill, but you also don't want it to be like so extravagant. At least for me, anyways, I'm not a right. I'm not huge on the break. Let's just go hang out, do something fun and chill, and like I, I'm good with that. But you also like, do we need to like blow it up a little bit more? Do we need to do? I don't know. There's a lot of like stress that could happen around birthdays. So yeah, it's I'm a, with you. It's it's a lot of stress, but also like I want mine to be chill. Would you uh, rather? Let me put it this way: Would you rather have it just be a surprise? If someone mm, were to plan it for you, because mm, I got hit with some news for my thirtieth. Right. I had no idea. Katie was cooking something in the back pocket for a while, and I knew she was. And I kind of, I like grilled her a little bit about it. Right. And then I didn't. I stopped. I, we're going I, just, to, I just let it go. And yeah, we've been trying to go to this American Express PGA golf tournament for, for, the last, for the last two or three years. And we can't get an Airbnb. And then we just like, eh, we don't pull trigger on it. And it's like, oh, Or the whatever. Airbnbs are too expensive or whatever. Right. And so she just pulled trigger on an Airbnb. It's out in January, by the way. That's when my birthday is. It's like we're not even close, really. January 19th. Yes, sir. 
Your little boy. 19th over there, baby. Um, boy. I'm going to be turning the big 3-0. And so Katie surprised us with a little Airbnb and tickets to the American Express, which is going to be all time. Never been to a PGA Tour event. But I was thrilled. Like, great. That was awesome. I know you were helping a little bit along the way. Yeah, that's... I would like that. My wife knows why I like, so that'd be great. I wouldn't would, mind. So you would like like a surprise? Hey, we're going to restaurant 20. I would rather someone tell me. These are your two options. These are the people I'm inviting. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Or if Madison didn't want to do a surprise party, which I would enjoy her picking, you know, something I would enjoy, I'm sure, uh, with people I enjoy. So I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's just a tough one for me. I don't know. Because then also if it's like nothing and nothing's going on, I'm doing like nothing is happening for my birthday, then I'm like... Mm. I feel like I should be doing something. Right. And then the scary creeping, like, do people care? Do I care? You know, like, it, and then my brain just goes. I have OCD, by the way. I don't know if I ever said that out loud, but it's definite. I definitely yeah. have it. Yeah. It's, you get very fixated on a couple things. Heavily. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to it's break. It's not OCD, like, physically. Off on, off on, off on. It's not like a physical thing where it's like things are not in order in place. You're not really particular about no. that as much. You're more so fixated on thoughts and how your mind can kind of chase around a topic, a topic events, what people think a feeling, right? And Should I be feeling like, it this way? Should I not? Why am I feeling it this way? Yeah. And I'll hyper hyper analyze it to the point where it's like crippling. Um, and you just you just fix on it, you fix it on a topic and it's um it's a form of OCD it's not you know the the physical one like you're talking about um it's just weird because you because I also know like I'm very logical like I know what I'm saying doesn't matter but my brain can't get past it mm-hmm. like, I, like in reality at 31 I'm turning 31 at the end of the, at the end of the day the world keeps spinning my 31st birthday will be just as important as my 28th birthday. Like, I'm not going to remember what I did. So, like, why, it why shouldn't did... matter. Yeah. And like you said earlier, time just keeps on rolling and you and you do too. Right. And so, <laughs> so I know it. I can't, like, I don't know. My brain just, it's like, I know, it's like, I know what you're saying. I agree. But this, 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 and this. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm, I might be crazy. But we're all a little crazy. Um Damn, man. We went on a little tangent there. I think that's great. I think we could just call the podcast right there. I think so, dude. I think that's another great one for the books. And, um, you know, this this uh, In the Cabbage podcast is sponsored to you actually by uh, Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes. Yeah. Um, you know, I got, you, I, got my fall, I got my phone in my right front pocket, mm-hmm. keys in the left front pocket, mm-hmm. wallet back left. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm also not leaving behind is the Dude Wipes because I never go anywhere without them. That's true. They are my saving grace, mm-hmm. and they should be yours too. Um, I call for, you Mister Wipe. Great for cleaning up messes mm-hmm. in the front and the back, and wherever you please. Front and the back, dude wipes. <laughs> front the dude wipes cleaning from the front and the back. <laughs> you got a lot of front messes. You got issues with dude wipes. Uh-huh. Um, you know what's great with dude it's an wipes? An all-purpose cleaner, baby. Um, I they have travel packs, and I throw some of those in my golf bag. Mid round poop with a golf it's all with, a, time. with a dude wipe, unbeatable. That's an, I didn't, you can minus two strokes off your game from that. I didn't even I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I don't have any currently, but I did in the past. Um, now I know where I'm going here. Yeah, I got re, to restock up, and then um, I mean I've consistently. That's the only way I wipe. I always finish with a, some sort of have dude, to have to finish with a dude wipe. You have to or a bidet, which is goaded itself. Um, now for everyone's favorite segment, the fade me betting segment. Um, oh yeah, we do have to. Do we this. are now four and ten with our win last week with Washington. Three, three, three and ten three with the 10. Washington and under. Uh, it wasn't Washington; it was the Chiefs and the under. My apologies, Chiefs Broncos. Yeah, and we got the Chiefs in the under. Hit it, bang! You're welcome. Uh, if you went against us, sorry. Maybe better luck this week. Um, we're going with Jacksonville and the Saints. Uh, we're not loving any of the prop bets, really. Kind of all up in the air, but we're going to go with an easy one. We're going to go with the underdogs with Jacksonville to win. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing some solid football, and that's no disrespect to the Saints because they are too. Um, I just think 
that Jacksonville is kind of just rolling right now. Winning a I couple, agree. winning a couple games, um, and back to back here, one across the pond, uh, actually two across the pond. Yeah, I just think they're playing really solid. Good football team over there. Got a I lot of got good. a lot of weapons. Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones. You have Evan Ingram. Got a lot of weapons. Got a lot of ice. Cool jerseys. Yeah, and yeah. They, like got the jerseys. they got some sick jerseys, dude. So um awesome, buddy. You got anything for the people? Mm, sure. We'll give a little shout out to the people out there. Maybe dealing with a little uh little pet issue. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just found out right before this that uh uh Sayonara Jax. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Really, really yeah, kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's, just, it's never, never fun. So just, you know, love is always, uh, you know, sending out your way for uh, you people going in some troubling times like that. Yeah, it's tough, man. And uh, it's never, it's always so brutal to lose like, you know, a, a family pet. pet like that. Yeah. I was never as close uh, to him, but yeah, I mean, no like it's, it's basically are. just, yeah, you base you know, if you're living with the dog, it's basically a family member. So it's tough, man. You know, um, shout you're out basically the- buying heartbreak. You really are. You're basically, I'm in five, six years, 10 years, whatever. This is going to be tough. And, uh, yeah, it sucks. But, uh, you know, we all get through it. Time heals all wounds. Like, comment, subscribe. We're going to be on all major platforms. Uh, YouTube content with video coming soon. Big things coming. Devin, shout out to you. Thank you so much for all your help. I uh, couldn't do this without you, buddy. Um, you know, Jake one, with the thumbnails, baby. Jake with the thumbnails well. and all our graphics. He does a great job. Um, we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging. In the cabbage.